In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. It is the real stories behind success. This is episode number 54. Very special guest today is joining us. Now, if you're an expert, coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or a marketer, Born to Influence is your resource for marketing and PR strategies that help you, that's right, the business owner, build your business by leveraging the best strategies highly successful entrepreneurs use. Today's guest runs BornToInfluence.com. Please welcome Esther Kiss. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. Oh, you bet. How are you? Doing really, really well. I'm having a lot of good stuff now, gearing up for the holidays, a lot of new stuff happening in the business as well as for clients. So it's been fun. What's something right now, before we jump into the first question, that you're just really excited about maybe where you're at in your business or what's on the horizon? Then we're going to ask the question again towards the end. Sure. So something that I'm really excited about right now is working with people who want to learn how to get publicity for themselves. So we work with people in two different ways. One is the completely done for you services, but the other one is where I get to teach them how to do it for themselves. So I have an online course that helps with that and really excited to relaunch this this coming year. I like it. All right. Question that sets the tone for the show as we walk up Success Mountain. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is really enjoying the journey and focusing on how you feel. Because as long as you really feel like you're in alignment and in integrity and you feel good about the stuff that you're doing with other people and focus on your relationships, everything else just tends to magically work. I like that. Something that we had an interview not too long ago, I was able to be a guest on your show. Let's talk a little bit about your podcast because I want to get a couple things out so that we can stair step our way really, really quick today, kind of through what I believe is success. Tell me a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so the podcast started as a relationship building tool because I didn't know what I wanted to do for business, but I wanted to connect with really high-level entrepreneurs and New York Times best-selling authors. And I thought, well, what better way than to give them a platform to share their message in a bigger way? And so we reached out to people like Gary Vaynerchuk and John Benson and Perry Marshall and like really you know, successful entrepreneurs who have a strong track record Every time we would do an interview at the end, once we stopped the recording, I would say that, hey, I know you have this book coming out or you have this program that you're launching. Would you like to be on other shows as well? And so they always would say yes. So I started connecting them and introducing them to other podcasters and eventually turned into a business. Isn't it interesting when we ask the extra question, right? Like you already delivered value by having them be on your show, but you're like, hey, do you have anything else, right? And I think a lot of times in marketing and in sales, we forget to go that extra little step. Yeah. Where did you you learn that? Was that something that along life's journey said, you know, I want to get good at the extra part? Or did you experience it multiple times from people and you finally said, hey, I just need to apply that to my business and my career? Gosh, I think it's just a natural curiosity. You know, when you're the kind of person who always asks questions, <laughs> like it's annoying when you're a kid, but later it's really helpful. Oh, I can imagine being that little teenager. God, would you never shut up? And I'm like, I'm just, I'm curious. I'm just, <laughs> so you took a curious position and a stance and you really found a career, right? Tell yeah. me how you found your way to Los Angeles, Hollywood area. 
Well, I wanted to become an actor. So I've been performing ever since I was a little kid. But then, of course, as you grow up, you want to do something more serious. So I went to business school and all <laughs> the boring blah, 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 business development and marketing and everything else. And when I turned 27, I thought, okay, well, if I haven't done it until now, I'm not going to do it. I might as well just go for it. So I moved to LA, went to an acting school, dedicated a few years of my life to auditioning and doing some indie films and commercials and, <laughs> you know, the whole thing, which I love acting. It's really, really fun, the creative part of it. The part that I didn't like is the lifestyle, you know, not being in control of your schedule and your income. That was not fun. So did you get it on television? You make it on TV? I've done films. I haven't done any TV. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Anything that I would know? Well, you can look at my IMDb page and see if you know them. They're independent films. So I don't think that they have like the big blockbuster thing. But I've had the opportunity to work with Emmy-winning directors and editors and Oscar-winning uh, directors as well. So it's, it's I, been really I, good. I like that. So was there a day or a moment where you realized it was time to pivot and go in a different direction? Do you remember that? Yes, <laughs> I remember very well. So what happened was, you know, when you're an actor, you're really not making much money. So I thought, well, what can I do? I don't want to wait tables. And so I was day trading. I was uh, trading uh-huh. a stock exchange. And that went really well until the recession hit. And then I kind of got wiped out. Like really, when I realized that, I'm like, ooh, I better get clients now. I better start a real business. And so I thought, what can I do? I went back to my roots <laughs> business and, and helping startup businesses, like small time entrepreneurs with their marketing strategies. And that's how the whole thing came about with the podcast as well, because even though I do like to work with beginners, it was the conversation is more stimulating intellectually when you're working with people who already are at a certain level of success. So I wanted to start developing those relationships. I love that. So let's talk about Born to Influence for anybody just tuning in and trying to gain insight about what you do and how you do it. What are some things that somebody can do to help position them better, maybe in social media or maybe on LinkedIn to help give them just like the leg up on kind of everybody else? What are some natural things and maybe giveaways you can just share with us today that'll just help people to have some insight of like, hey, I'm not doing that, but that sounds like I should be doing it and move in that direction. Sure. So the number one thing is that you really have to be clear on why you want to have this exposure and publicity. A lot of people are thinking in terms of credibility. You know, I want to be on these big name podcasts or as seen on ABC, NBC, Fox, Forbes magazine, entrepreneur, whatever. Why do you want that? How is it actually going to help you? So let's say if credibility is your biggest goal, then go for traditional media for sure. And those big name publications. If you want leads and sales, depending on your business, traditional media may help you as well. Certainly podcasts will. If you particularly, if you have a niche business, like let's say you're an internet marketer or some kind of an expert, a coach, a consultant, speaker, author, podcasts have much smaller size audiences than traditional media, but they're so niche. They are so honed in on the type of expertise that you have that they're much more likely to convert. And this is what we've seen over and over again with my clients where literally we are adding millions of dollars to their bottom line getting them on podcast interviews. Now, if you have a business like, for instance, something around nutrition or weight loss or supplements, something that is pretty mainstream, then traditional media such as radio and TV will help you with both credibility and with getting more customers. If it's something like SEO services or Facebook ads, don't bother with TV for that, right? Go on podcast. <laughs> no, I think, Esther, when we were chatting last time, we were, we were talking about 
how difficult it is this day and age to separate yourself from your competition. What are some things that you love to help a new customer to experience right off the way? I like to call them quick wins. So not only do they feel like what they purchased is going to help them, but they also see just some immediate gains by having, I'll call you like a performance coach. I, like I'm going, to take, I'm going to take on your service. I'm going to bring you into my, my world. And instantly we're going to start celebrating wins together. What sure. are some things that you can see right away people can do Uh, maybe some benefits of working with you right off the bat that they'll experience? So the one thing that we'll do for sure right off the bat is a publicity audit. We'll look at everything that you have done so far, if you have any interviews, and how can we use those already existing published interviews, integrate them with your existing marketing and sales funnels to get much better results. To give you an example, some of the businesses that we work with, they're using their articles in Forbes and Entrepreneur and whatever um, as content for their Facebook ads and their client acquisition costs drop by as much as 90% because of this. So that is something that you can absolutely use. If you don't have anything, then we would start getting you those publicity pieces first and then integrate it into your funnel. Another thing that we like to do right away is to make sure that you're really clear on your message and prepare you to perform it in a way that fits the media format so that your interviews will convert. For instance, if you are to go on TV, it's a minute and a half, two minutes. It's very short. It's a different way of sharing your message than if you're on a podcast for 20 minutes or even an hour, right? So you have to know what are those talking points. We go over what are some of the specific stories and case studies and anecdotes that you can use that will really resonate with that audience and that also fits the media format. And that's what I was saying with you, like as a performance coach, right? Helping me to improve, right? I love it. I think so much of today, it's a confidence issue for a lot of people, right? We all start out where we start out. It's like no one's just born onto a stage and like, here I am. You know, not everybody's born on the television. They got to cut their teeth. And I think you're going to cut down a lot of the issues that people are going to face and you're going to experience a lot of stuff a lot quicker. Tell me like about Born to Influence too. And like, what ways can people work with you? Yeah. So the best way to think about what would work best for you is where are you at in your business right now? So for example, if you're doing high six to seven figures, a little bit above that, it makes sense to hire a publicist. If you're below that, most probably you would be better off getting the publicity for yourself. So in that case, I would focus on getting those skills and starting to develop those relationships to with media contacts so that you can get your publicity on your own. The biggest uh, things that you will immediately see once you start reaching out is number one, the attention, being able to separate yourself from the competition because people, when they hear you on an interview, when they see you on TV, in their mind, it's like, oh my goodness, I saw that guy on the news. You know, it doesn't feel like a commercial. You get to deliver value because you're giving how-to advice. You're giving actionable tips. And so the rapport and the trust that new people have with you immediately goes up and that helps with everything else in your business. Your conversions are better. Traffic is coming. You're more referable. People are sharing articles that they read online. They're sharing podcast interviews. It's not like go check out this website, but go check out this piece of content. It's really, really helpful with positioning yourself. And then that, of course, leads to being able to work with higher level clients. In my case, with New York Times bestselling authors, you know, with people who really inspire you. And of course, you get to charge higher prices because now you are, <laughs> you are at the top of the food chain, which is really cool as well. I love that. No, and I think, you know, Esther, we got a chance and we'll just back up for everybody listening today. When I was at an event in Nashville a couple months back, a mutual friend of ours, Ed O'Keefe, put on just a really great event and we didn't have a chance to connect. We 
kind of made, knew each other was there, but we just didn't find the time to get that connection. Yeah. And it took, you know, from you talking to somebody and I talking to somebody that we got connected. And, and why I bring this up is so much of what you were talking about, you know, backing up to the ask, you use that kind of to get to the next level to just even have a conversation with myself. It's not like I'm some celebrity, but everybody today, especially for me and my network, I vet everybody really, really tight. I don't want just random people to come into my world. I want to know specifically how I can help. How do you protect yourself against, you know, do you vet the people that you're working with? Because I think it's got to be a mutual thing for you and for them, not just you helping them. Yes, absolutely. So with people who I'm working with, I make sure that they actually have a really good track record, particularly in the online marketing space. There are a lot of business coaches who never built a business. They're just coaching and and that's the business. So I don't work with those types of people. So you want to make sure that they have a really, really good track record. And for me, what I look for is talent Mm -hmm. is what they have done so far, what they have accomplished and what is their work ethic. Because one thing that I noticed a lot of times, especially with people who are just sort of starting out and they really want to start developing those relationships, they have this mindset that, well, what do I have to offer really? Like, who am I to do this? So one thing is you don't want to put anyone on a pedestal. And then the flip side of that is don't only look at the quote unquote big name influencers because they are getting pitched all day long, every single day. You want to make sure that you're connecting with those really influential people, as well as the up and comers who are talented, who have the work ethic. Because imagine if you, five years from now, if you see this guy who is going somewhere, you start connecting with them, you develop a friendship, you can go back five years from now and say, hey, I knew him back when, you know, but you have a solid relationship and the opportunities from there are endless. I love it. I mean, Esther, every time we talk, I mean, when I'm just on your website and you just start looking around at all of the great things that you've been able to help, so many people have found such value in your services. I mean, just showing the companies and newspaper and media outlets that you've had to, from your quote from Gary Vee sitting on your homepage and want more exposure, leads and sales. I mean, it's kind of why I'm talking to you today is not only are you super talented, but you've got an impeccable reputation just from what I can see from the industry. I love the fact that you know you, you spend your time in front of video, you spend your time and you know doing audio and podcasts and interviews and then helping people to get better. What are some things that you've worked on over the years to help sharpen your skills to help you to become, I don't want to say bold, but just more creative in a very crowded space? Well, a couple of things that I've done. One is going to events, which I have to say is very difficult for me because I'm totally introverted. (laughs) If I don't have to leave the house for four days, I'm really happy. (laughs) So going to events is something that is really outside of my comfort zone. But you really can't replace face-to-face meeting with someone. Like even with you and me, like we haven't connected at the national event, but we knew that we were both there. That made a difference versus if I just simply randomly reached out to you on Facebook, right? right? So you really want to put yourself in a position where where you get to meet people face-to-face. That's one thing that I'm happy that I've done. Another one is I'm really grateful for the experience that I had as an actor because I feel like that really helps me with being able to present on stage and on camera, you know, just being able to connect with people in a way that you can drop into your empathy and not feel like, oh my goodness, I have to impress someone. You just be. Yeah. I mean, and that's also one of the most difficult things. You you talk a little bit about being an introvert. It's kind of funny for me to say it, but I feel I probably have a little bit more of that today than I did maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. where it's not that I'm shy or embarrassed. Sometimes I just, you know... I need somebody to kind of kickstart the conversation sometimes. Yeah, Tony, that's totally not like your personality. But I said, you know, it's interesting. I don't like to be in crowded rooms anymore. 
when I was yeah. younger, I kind of wanted to be in that, go to the rock concert and be around all the loud Same stuff. Here. <laughs> I want simplicity now. I want it to, my life to be simple. And what are some things that you work on on a daily basis to keep you kind of sharp, ready to go in this world? Do you have a morning routine or an afternoon routine? I don't. Something? I wish I did because occasionally I try and I put together this really long list of everything that must happen every morning, but then it's too overwhelming and I don't actually stay consistent with it. But what I do like to do is I tune into a couple of YouTube channels that I really enjoy. People whose content and messages, it's not like groundbreaking, like, you know, <laughs> they're going to tell you the, the secrets to Nirvana, but, but it's still fun. And so it can go in the background while I'm getting ready in the morning. I really, really love and appreciate that. I think, Esther, what I've learned is adaptability, mm-hmm. that being an actor really helped you to perform at a higher level. Yeah. Business mindset, where did that come into play? Where did you learn about this whole business? Were you able to just find somebody and have them help you or did you just figure it out on the fly? Kind of sort of, yes, because <laughs> I met somebody very special who we got married with later and he and his family had quite a big business internationally, you know, shipping, trading, restaurants, real estate, all kinds of things. And so it was really interesting as a very young person to be part of a family business, pretty much at an executive level because they were all the owners and eventually me too. And do it in a way where you're looking at something that is spread out internationally, but it's very tightly controlled through a family business. So that entrepreneurial training in an existing business came from an early age. Literally, I was like 21 years old. I love it. I love Ryan Levesque says, my friend Esther Kiss is amazing. Booking six interviews for me in one day. Just another, just a great shout out to just a really incredible human who's got, I think he's got a new book on the way. Thank you. Yes, yes. He has a new book coming up. We are actually booking him on your show, remember? So his book is coming in March and we just started with actually lining up some of his podcast interviews and the response so far has been amazing. No, and I love it. You've done a lot of stuff with John Lee Dumas and just being on his show. If you get a chance and you're listening today to Esther, visit Born to Influence. That's B-O-R-N-T-O Influence, I-N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E.com. You can learn more about Esther. You can literally see this person like I'm seeing her right now. And what I love is when all of the testimonials and all the people who have vetted you and all the people that are saying, you know, you need to work with Esther when you're looking at comments or talking about you and you don't need to be the person saying any of it because all of your work just speaks so loud. That's kind of the experience, right? Because somebody said, our friend Adol or Marcy said, hey, you need to talk to Esther, Esther, talk to Tony, blah, 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 blah. That's what I love about going to an event. I love connecting at a different level, not the surface, but you know, get to know people and see how you can help them. Absolutely. What's a big need of yours right now that the community Be Fulfilled could help you with or something that you're working on into the new year and everything? What is something that we could help you with? Gosh, you know, I'm always looking to connect with other podcasters who I don't know yet. And certainly journalists who write for publications like Inc. and Forbes and Entrepreneur. Those are typically the type of publications that we get our clients in. And we do have a lot of contacts, but it's always good to connect with more people. A good friend of mine, Julian Hayes, comes to mind, does a lot of good writing, helped write an article earlier in the year. Person that just comes to mind that I'll make sure that I do an introduction for you. Just Thank I you. love I love when it's Inc. I love when it's Forbes. I love when it's Entrepreneur. I love when people say, "Hey, you know what? Can't plug your business, but I can definitely we can do something together." And I think that's so important too in this day and age because it's not so so many of these websites you go to now. As seen on TV, and I'm like, "Yeah, you paid to be there." 
And like, and, and you know what? Like, let me just interject here for a second. Somebody yeah. uh, called me yesterday and he said that I can't get a straight answer from anybody when you have these as seen on logos, but it's based on a press release. And that is something that is such a pet peeve of mine because it's not an actual interview. They say that they, they've been on CNN or ABC or whatever, but it's just a press release that got somehow picked up. No. It's not indexed by Google. It's literally the description of one of their logos on the back end. I love you for telling the world. <laughs> Don't use it. Let you do it actually been on the show yes. take a photo and or a selfie from the stand and be like hey absolutely and they have those video clips from your tv interviews and create a media page for your website use those videos as video views ads for your facebook ads there are so many things that you can do that really will help you as long as you're willing to put in the work and do it the right way don't look for a shortcut because that's just right. it's embarrassing when some people <laughs> will come and say oh i see you've done a lot of tv can you show me something and there is nothing to show <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. Thank you for just being candid and stopping me and, and just commenting a little bit extra. I think so many people have this misconception like, ooh, this guy was on, you know, an Inc.com interview. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. He just, his stuff went through the site, right? Yeah. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. All right. So we got one need filled, which is more podcasts, get, you know, the right people. And you're always looking for writers and people to connect with. What's something that I can help you to do? This is something that maybe just from our conversations in the past, something that you specifically need, because I want to make sure our team helps you to crush that this year. Oh, goodness. That, that is such a good question. You know, I would love to learn more about your print and demand services. I know that you just started that new company because a lot of my clients are authors who are self-publishing books. And I think that there might be opportunities there for collaboration. I love how to connect. I love to network and connect. All right, we'll take care of you there. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. I'm going to send you into the fulfillment round right now. We're going to rip a All right. five or 10 questions that really help us to understand you at a deeper level, but all for fun. No phone a friend, no, no laughing at you. I promise. I'll be very... I'll be <laughs> now there is a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, there is. There's always pressure when I'm around. Um, all right. So where do you see yourself, Esther, in 10 years from today? Oh, gosh. I hope that I would have traveled a lot more. I've been to about 20 different countries, but I want to do a lot more. Where do you see yourself in five years from right now? Kind of the same and maybe have my dream house by then. We'll see. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in three years from today? Three years from today, I would like to have grown my business quite a bit. I would like to really maximize it and work with even higher level, higher profile people. I like that. I think having an ambitious goal of something bold and a little bit like out there is such an important thing, um, yeah. especially for entrepreneurs. Do you believe in affirmations? Yes, very much so. It's, I don't think that you can live without them. We all do them. We just maybe are not aware because when you're worried about something, you're kind of affirming the wrong stuff. What's a good affirmation you've come across in your life that you like? I always, you know, when I journal, I always happen to write this. Like I don't consciously write it, but it just comes out that I love my life and the people in it. That's really powerful. That's really good. I uh, just want to tell you, thank you always. Anytime I've been around you, talked to you, been introduced, anything around you, Esther, has always been a, just a super positive, bold kind of feeling of like confidence. And I think thank it's really, really cool to be that. If you were to go out to a night on the town, would you end up at a comedy club or a concert? Probably a comedy club. <laughs> All right. Do you have a favorite comedian? I really like Angela Johnson and Trevor Noah. 
Very nice. Now, where do you see kind of, I asked this question in the beginning, what are you excited about? Where do you see your business in like 60, 90, even 120 days out? The reason why I say this, because I always like to create, you know, you did the 10 year, you did five, three. Let's talk about the immediate. What's something right now that you're really pushing for? What I'm really pushing for is to connect with people who want to learn the skills to get their own publicity which is why I'm promoting and relaunching the course that I've done a little while ago. This is something that teaches you from A to Z, even if you have never done any media, how to develop those relationships, how to pitch yourself and get media attention. So on borntoinfluence.com, there's a right on the homepage. It says, are you prepared for media interviews that can skyrocket your business? And you're like, yes. uh, I think I am. <laughs> well, if you're not 100% sure or you want to learn more working with Esther and just kind of doing it, Take the assessment. She's right on the homepage. You can take the assessment. It's a really simple way of kind of having an in-depth look at like where you're at, what do you need? And then maybe you can say, oh my gosh, Esther, this is perfect. I need help. This is what you do. And we can collaborate together. You click the button and then it says, to begin, click on the start button. Once you take that start button, that's really your next step of 12 questions that are really just like kind of stimulate you a little bit to go, you know what? I'm good on my game, but I'm not 100%. And Esther can help you to get there. Yeah. She can get you out there. So, okay, we're going out to dinner. You and I, where would we be eating dinner at tonight? Italian. Italian. See, I like it. See, there, <laughs> totally rocks. Like Italian, <laughs> going to a comedy show. What do you like to do for fun besides comedy and eating Italian food? You know, I part of it is because I'm so isolated and I work from home and, and really being an introvert, literally live in the desert, having moved from LA. Yep. <laughs> so for me now, the, the fun is to actually meet up with my friends, many of whom live in LA. It's like, I'll be there for Thanksgiving with my best friend and her family. And you know, it's a three hour drive. So it's a bit of a commitment. <laughs> but when I do it, I really, really enjoy it to connect with people and, and just go out a little bit. I'm so excited. You just have this way, right? This simple, easy way of just saying, here's what it is. And this is what I'm doing. There's no sugarcoating. Straight. <laughs> Love it. All right, Esther Kiss. I just want to say thank you. I've got everything we need today. But what I want the world to know is something that you remind yourself often of so you don't stop living in your genius. What is something that you constantly are reaffirming to yourself all the time? What do you say to yourself yeah. when you feel like that person who's isolated, right? who just feels like maybe it's not all working. What are some things that you keep saying to yourself to keep you going? I have this fundamental belief that everything really happens for you, even when it's something that seems like a setback or a challenge. Like sometimes it can be annoying, like getting sick, for example, or getting in an accident or whatever, outside of our control. But if it's something that you feel like maybe you're blaming yourself that, hey, I invested in this thing and it didn't work out, something like that, like you have a little bit of guilt with that. I always tend to think that, well, this was such a cheap lesson in comparison to if it happened later when I have more at stake. <laughs> you know? So I always just think about really everything works out for you. Well, I really want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance to get to know you a little bit better, going through the fulfillment round, sharing about borntoinfluence.com. Everybody get your free assessment test today. Go take it, learn more, figure out how maybe you can collaborate and work with Esther you get a chance to just visit her website, you'll notice all the stuff that I'm talking about today to be true. Not only is it just on her site, I just know a lot of the people that she's working with and everybody says, you need to talk and work with Esther. I know I'm in the right bucket because I know that at the end of the day, people have my best intention because I've made sure that my network is vetted to do so. I hope you vet your network. And if you don't know your network well, get out and start talking to the people in your life and ask them how you can show up differently, how you can make an impact and what you can do to really work on your reputation. And thank you, Esther, for being a guest today on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. So fun. 
Ladies and gentlemen, next time, wherever you go, no matter what you do, make sure that today is the absolute best day of your life. Never quit, no matter what. Even when you're in your doubt, you're not alone. There's a community waiting for you. You can find it and learn more at BeFulfilledLife.com today. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at trainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever. Forever.